Hi, I'm Joel Schrank, voiceover talent, audio expert, and entrepreneur. And today we're going to talk about culture, values, the things that make up the core of your business, your family, and your life. Simplifying concepts that really help you in life, relationships, and business. This is the Speaking Easy Podcast. So we're going to talk about three things today. First, how to create your values and your culture, or more accurately, how to articulate them. How to surround yourself with people who share common values and have a desire to be within the culture that you've set up. And lastly, how to work with people that share your values and when you should or should not work with specific people that may or may not actually share your values. So let's start out with how to create your values, or like I said, more accurately, how to articulate them. I think that we all kind of have an understanding at some level, at our core, what our values are. Sometimes those are based in how we were raised. Sometimes they're based in spirituality. Sometimes they're based in things that we've learned along the way. And I think that you can also identify the fact that they might be different depending on the situation that you're in. So let me explain that. You might have different values for yourself personally. You might have a slightly different set of values when you look at your family and expand out to that. And then if you shift over, you might have a slightly different set of values for your business and how you like to run that. Now, they might all have some similarities. They might have a similar common core with some nuances and some slight differences. But I think that it's important to write down the values for every one of the organizations that you consider to be important in your life starting with your own self. What are your personal values? What is your personal culture? And I don't mean ethnicity. I mean, what is the culture that you would like to embody? What is the kind of person that you want to be? When I say culture, I'm really talking about how you embody your values and what type of person you'd like to be known as. And then you can look at the culture and the values of your family. What are the values of your family structure? What would you like your family to encompass? What sorts of values and culture do you want your family to show to other people? When people think of your family, what do you want them to think about? And what do you want your family to think of as being important? If you're raising kids, what sorts of things are important that they understand, that you want to make sure that they take with them? You have to teach it to them, but you also have to then first figure out what it is for yourself. And I think it's very easy once you sit down, you can start making lists of important things to you. And you can look up online different keywords for values and different things that other people have thought of as being values to them. And I think that's actually really useful to look up what other people have thought of for themselves. And you can make a list of things. Make a list, maybe 20 or 30 things, however many that strike you as being, oh yeah, this is important to me, this is important to me. And then slowly start to whittle that list down to the most important. What's the number one thing for you? What's the, what's the top 20 things for you if you've got a list of 30? What's the top 15, the top 10, the top five? And then you've got a real concise list of the things that really embody what you want, who you are. And you can do that again for yourself personally. You can do that for your family. You can do that for your business. Writing something down really solidifies it. It not only solidifies it in your mind, but then you have something tangible that you can show other people and say, this is who I am. This is what I want. And this is what we want ourselves to look like as a company or as a family, or if you're talking about yourself individually as myself. 
So that's number one, is understanding what your values are and being able to articulate them, and then also being able to convert them into what you want your culture to look like. Now, values and culture obviously aren't exactly the same thing, but I think that values can inform what your culture looks like. And I think that when you have a look and and clearly identify what your values are, then you can actually take the step and say, okay, what do we want our culture to look like now that encompasses these values? What kind of business, what kind of family culture do I want to have? And even what kind of personal culture do I want to have? And that's really just how do I look to other people? What kind of environment are people living in? What kind of environment are people working in? What kind of environment do I want to place myself in? And what kind of standard do I want to hold myself to in that environment? So number two is surrounding yourself with people who also embody that culture and those values. If you're building a business that has other people in it, it's important to select people that not only appreciate your values, but also people that fit within the company culture. And it's completely acceptable to exclude people if they don't. If you're trying to build a specific type of culture that shares a specific set of values, you need to have people within your company and within your organization that share those values and culture. And if there are people within your company or organization that don't, you need to have a serious conversation with them. If it's not possible for them to get there, sometimes it's appropriate to let people go and find a different place that does fit what they're looking for. It's really not healthy for the individual or for the organization to hang on to people that don't really fit the company's values or culture. And it's certainly not healthy for a company to hire people that don't fit the company's values or culture. Now, what if we're talking about a family situation? We're moving away from the business and kind of talking about being a leader of a family, developing a family culture and values. Well, obviously, that's something that you and your spouse would do together. And then you can embody that in the way that you raise your kids. Obviously, you're not hiring people. You're not bringing people on board in that sense. But if you're having children, you kind of are bringing on some new people. But you want to raise them up in the values and the culture that you believe in and that you want. And then looking on an individual level, obviously, you're not bringing anybody on board in any sense. You're just talking about yourself. But it's still very important to remember your values and culture. You obviously can't fire yourself, but you have to hold yourself accountable to maintaining the culture and values individually that you want to maintain. And then third, looking at this from the perspective of who you do business with, and I'm not talking about the people that work for you, but clients or customers. As a voiceover talent, I very much feel like I embody the product that I provide. It's a very creative product, of course, and in many ways, I feel just kind of inspired in the way that I'm doing it. I give my emotion, I give some inspiration into a script. I try and breathe some of myself into the script in a very real way. To me, it feels like I'm kind of giving a piece of myself with the product that I sell, my voice. And even if you're not in a creative realm like voiceover or acting or maybe modeling, things like that, where you're kind of, you are the product, Maybe you've put your heart and your soul into a particular product and you want to feel like you're selling it to people who share your values. You want to be working with people who have a common culture. Now, I'm not saying that has to be true across the board or that you even have to look at the value system of the people that you work with all of the time. But there are some instances where it becomes incredibly apparent that certain people may not be a good fit for you to work with. And I'll share a story with you about that just to illustrate it. So, I had a job that was offered to me not so long ago to work with an individual on his audiobook. Now, he'd already recorded the audiobook. He actually narrated it himself. He wanted me to come on board as sort of an interviewer. And in between each chapter, 
I would ask him some questions, and some of them would be questions that we had already written up, and then some of them would be just sort of follow-up questions going with the natural flow of the interview. And I was excited. Uh, it sounded like a really interesting opportunity. And so, obviously, in order to prepare for this, he gave me a copy of his book. I read the book. And the more that I read the book, the more I realized this is going to be a little bit more difficult than I thought it would be. The book was very much, I wouldn't call it a self-help book, but it was sort of a, uh, an inspirational kind of a book that's supposed to inspire you to do better for yourself. And while a lot of the ideas in it I agreed with, there were some fairly large ones that just weren't quite, there was nothing wrong with them. They just weren't really along the lines of what I believed. And I kind of saw a different way to success than what this individual did. And so I thought, you know, there's still a possibility that we could make this work out. I was still excited about the job, maybe a little bit less so because I knew it would be a little bit more work for me. I'd have to really kind of lean more into the acting part of the voice acting because I'd have to kind of be portraying some things that I didn't totally believe. And to some extent, I thought maybe having a devil's advocate opinion might be beneficial for the interviewer of him. And so I got on a call with the guy and his team. And it was just sort of an interview. They wanted to talk to me after I read the book, kind of see how I felt about things and see if we jived well together. And we started talking, and it became immediately apparent to both of us that this probably wasn't going to work out. We both understood and we respected each other. We didn't have any problem with each other or the product that each of us was selling. They were very gracious to me. They paid me for my time. But uh, ultimately, we decided that what could have been a long and fruitful relationship between the two of us wasn't going to work out because we simply didn't share the same values. And that's just one example of a time where I declined a job because it didn't quite fit with my values. In this instance, it actually wasn't such a disparate viewpoint that I felt like we couldn't possibly work something out. That's why I interviewed with him. But there have been instances where people have sent me a script. I'd read the script and I'd just reply saying, I'm sorry, I can't do this job. It's just really not in line with my company's values. And that's okay. I think that it's important to be decisive about the people that you work with and take that into account. Don't just take every job that comes your way just because it pays. If it doesn't fit in line with what you want your company to be, then don't do it. You don't want to build your business on things that you don't value and things that you can't appreciate and things that you really can't get behind. And so you need to be conscious of that with the people that you do business with in general. So I hope you found this video helpful. If you did, please like and subscribe so that you can hear more of my content, and we'll talk to you again soon.